Good morning. Welcome to Embracing Change, Talking Through Trauma. And today my guest is Anne-Marie, and she is from Tonacity Fitness Studio Yes, in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome, Anne-Marie. And I'm so excited for us to um, have a conversation. And we've talked before, and it's been quite a while, but would you like to start with like a little bit about your backstory? Your story is so unique, and I'm just like, Give an overview of what you'd like to talk about, please. Okay, so I always like to joke with people. My body has always been a very loud speaker to me. And since I was a young age, I've always had weird, um, weird things, I guess. But fast forward to my mid-30s and I got pregnant with twins. And I am a small person. I'm 4'11". So you can imagine what a pregnancy with two babies does to a body that's 4'11". So I had a lot of, I was on bed rest. My whole pregnancy was um, carefully monitored. Um, There were things popping up all the time. And so it was a scary pregnancy, to be honest. And after I gave birth, Um, my twins were in the hospital for another two weeks and I had a two-year-old at home. So there was a lot going on during that time. But prior to that, I've been in the fitness industry since the mid nineties. I've taught every class under the sun. I am a comprehensive Pilates instructor, and that's the bulk of my training, um, or the bulk of my teaching history, but Pilates. So After the twin pregnancy, I did all the things that I knew to be true to regain strength, and it just was not working. So it pretty much has brought me to where I am now, but my whole mission for everybody and my, what I like to empower people with is regardless of what's going on in your body, there are ways to move. There are ways to build strength. And for me, because I've had such extremes, I know firsthand what it takes to start at the very bottom and rebuild from there. So that's what I like to share with everybody. That's that's a, a pretty profound <clears throat> story. And so when you say start at the bottom, um, have you had pain too throughout the course of like recovery too as well? So I am no stranger to pain because okay. I've had many surgeries. So my twin pregnancy, actually both of my pregnancies, I have three daughters. Um, I did not have a C-section. So I was fortunate with that. Um, but I had other surgeries And after the twin pregnancy, I had a lot of back pain, actually after both during the pregnancy and after the pregnancy, I had a lot of back pain associated with those things. It doesn't surprise me with you being such a small, small stature, the back pain. And so you specialize now in what? So I specialize now in helping postpartum. Mm-hmm. women all the way forward. So um, postpartum and beyond, 
with women that have leaking or diastasis, which is a split in the abdominal muscle and back pain. And I'm also a senior fitness specialist and functional aging specialist. And so a lot of what I see in older women is a result from not correcting back from what I can see correcting back from giving birth. And so my mission is to help people figure out ways to get stronger sooner, avoid all the mistakes. And um, it, it, I was years and years and years trying to figure out how to get my strength back. So I try to help shortcut people so that it's not years and years and years before they want to wow. give up. So you're seeing women like the, let's just say that are older, like let's say over 50, 60 that have had issues from child, uh, from them giving birth to their own children. Correct. Is that what I'm hearing you say? So yes. Now, of course, like everybody, right. We all have our unique stories yeah. and, um, it looks to me that a lot of what has what their bodies have gone through as a result of pregnancy was not corrected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and do you see a lot of, um, especially with the, with the line of work that you're doing, do you see a lot of the emotional issues with women that carry their emotional stories with them as well? I mean, so we talked about our, our bodies telling the story, but do you see the emotions that are connected with it as well? Absolutely. What I've what I've seen, um, you know, many women have traumatic birth stories, yes. and that comes protective protective mechanisms as they should, right? Yeah. Um, but spe specifically around the core. There are, I think this is what people don't necessarily talk about. Rebuilding strength in the core can be very scary, especially for people that have pain or have had pain or any sort of um, gut issue, IBS, yes. um, any sort of chronic, chronic issue that has gone on around the abdomen. Yes. Because sometimes our the way we feel things, it's going to remind us, or it's we're going to automatically jump to, oh no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to get into my bad back. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and there's a lot of fear that's around it. And so um, it's important to work with the nervous system that's in front of you, with yeah. the person that's in front of you. And there are ways to bypass it, but absolutely there's a lot of emotion that comes up when working the core well. So essentially, you're teaching people how to retell their story in a safer manner for their body to move with. I mean, and sometimes that takes a long time. I mean, and because I, I do the same thing with my clients as well, except you're, we're dealing with different things. But, but I think that moving people out of that fear-based, like, I can't do it. And it's almost like they put themselves in a little box for fear of moving because of hurting their back or hurting their pelvis and it's 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 hard it's hard to I mean you got to connect with them on so many different levels but to get people to understand that you know in order to move sometimes you have to break down those barriers with their own body and I'm sure you see that all the time 
Yeah, absolutely. And also, especially with leaking, I mean, let's face it, who wants to pee themselves? It's not sexy. And the muscle, that muscle, what I've been fascinated by is um, the amount of women that suffer silently with leaking because they don't want to talk about it. And they go to their doctor and their doctor, you know, I can say for myself, I went to great specialists in this area trying to come up with a solutions and I checked all the boxes, but I still didn't have a solution. And so if you are checking all the boxes and you're still peeing yourself, it's not something you're going to keep talking about because you think it's something that you have done or you think, well, this is just as good as it's going to get. And so there's a lot of emotion behind that as well. I, I do have to say that um, I, I may, and I may still have pelvic floor dysfunction. I don't know, <laughs> but I've never had leaking. That's not, I'm just going to say, but that's never something that I've ever had to um, encounter, but I can only imagine the embarrassment and the, the secrecy of why somebody would want to hide it, which would give them just uh, like when I th even think about posture and like being just so rounded and protective of their, their core and just doing so much other stuff. And I, I is there, is there an assessment that you take women through um, to see where they are as far as like in their functionality, um, especially with dy diastasis? <clears throat> So there are assessments that you can do with diastasis, um, with the pelvic floor, you know, I'm very clear, I'm not a pelvic floor physical yeah. therapist. Yeah. And so for people that have um, a lot of dysfunction or pain, I would refer them to see a pelvic floor physical therapist. Okay. But what I found is a lot of women don't feel comfortable doing that. And so I have developed enough tools for myself that I can help guide them to figure things out, you know, be, if they don't want to see a pelvic floor physical therapist. And I am a good adjunct if you've finished pelvic floor PT. So, you know, I can speak from my own story. And I know this is true for many other women. You check the box, you finish pelvic floor PT but they don't do high level exercises with you. So if you're somebody that had leaking with running, you're going to be cleared before, you're gonna be cleared from PT before you're necessarily ready to go back to run. So then you try running, you start peeing yourself again, but you're not gonna give up running, which is fine, but you have to continue to build the strength so that you can eventually run without having that problem or jump on a trampoline with your kids or you, whatever it is. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't have to run, but my thing is we need to be able to at least move our bodies to be safe in the world. And one of those pieces is running across the street. If there is a car after you, right. And you shouldn't be afraid that you're going to hurt yourself or pee yourself while you're running across the street. So at the very bottom level, we have to at least be able to do that functionally. What about just even something as far as like running after a grandchild? 
that's going to be harm. Uh, something could be harming them, or you've got to run after them because they're going to fall down the stairs. I mean, just like I'm thinking, like from a like, because you talked about people like aging people as well, and it's like those kinds of things. There was a picture I saw it today on Instagram, and it was a beautiful photo of you, and you were jumping, and you were like, like in this spread eagle. Do you do you jump regularly, like to get yourself? that high in the sky or is that photoshopped? <laughs> so I am a believer that the body, if built, how do I say this? I am a believer that the body should be able to do basic things such as skip, jump, you know, run a little bit, um, roll around, get up and down off the floor, right? Yeah. Because because I am a senior fitness specialist, I see what happens when we give up those movements. And I always oh. tell people, yeah, it's easier yeah. to maintain than it is to regain. So yeah. we want to maintain and then hope, you know, make improvements as well. So for me, those things are all very important. So mm-hmm. I do jump, but in addition, yeah. It's a way for me to constantly test myself. Like, hey, if I jump right now, just randomly, am I going to leak? And so far it's been years and it's, it's it's good. So yeah, I don't jump a lot, but I jump enough that- No, I was just curious. Yeah, (laughs) and I think that when you think about jumping from- who for maybe let's just say a senior who has not jumped in a really long time, it, there can be fear around it. Absolutely. Because the fear yeah. of falling is real. I mean, that yeah. is, it's real. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of it has to do at that with that age is more with the, um, the fear of falling, but there are ways to, to get toward, to build. Yeah. Toward- well, it's, it's building little skills to get them there. Yes. I understand. I do. And I think that, um, it, it's really like the, like the conversation that we're having around this. And, you know, we, we've, we've, t- you've heard me talk so much about trauma informed movement, but it's like, you know, our bodies have the stories, the emotions, the little traumas that can add up. And, and when we've gone through life with unexplained things in our body, it's hard, it's hard to begin to open up. And it's like, sometimes I almost feel like, and you probably do too, that, that you're, you know, you're working with people, but so much of their body's telling you the story <laughs> and they don't have to say a word to you about it. Yes, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And it's, it's, and now don't you, you also, cause we go along, I mean, we've had this conversation before cause we've now been, we've, we've been zoom friends now for quite a long time. Yes. <laughs> but um, you also have created a program. And are you getting ready to launch it again? Yes. So I have two programs. I have a 10-week program for women that are dealing specifically with diastasis, back pain, and leaking. And that helps with, at the end of the 10 months, they will know exactly what they will, they, women will reduce all those symptoms and also at the end of the 10 months, know exactly what they have to do to continue to reduce those. So is it 10 months or 10 weeks? Sorry, 10 weeks. 10 okay. weeks. 
So at the end of the 10 weeks, yes. What I was thinking is, um, you know, sometimes it can, it takes quite a while to build strength. And I think people underestimate that it's about six to eight weeks to build the neural connection. And then after that happens, it takes another six to eight weeks to build strength. So we're talking 16 weeks just to, to have a little strength gain. And so some people at the end of that 10 weeks, they've resolved all their symptoms, completely gone. Other people, depends on the starting point, but at the end of that 10 weeks, everyone will know exactly how to continue. And then my other program is a month long challenge and it's for all women that if any mom, so mom, grandma, any, any female body that has been pregnant and okay. it's just a way to get people moving. It's a variety between strength training, Pilates, um, range of motion exercises. And do you do all of these um, online? So I do. I primarily am doing everything online. I do have a small studio in Boston. So for people that are local, I see them in person, but mm -hmm. 90% of my clientele is online and both of these programs are online. Good deal. So and when we get off, you can send me your information so I can include it in the show notes. So, but, but if there's a web, do you, do you have a website that people could reference? I do. I have a website. It is tonacity, T-O-N-A-C-I-T-Y fitness.com. Okay. So, Emory, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. So Thank you for having you're me. welcome. So, yeah, please stay on when we're done.